Let's get back to more of Tavis Smiley right now. Indeed, and speaking of winners like uh, Malcolm Jenkins, we turn to Iowa, uh, where a young brother named Tavis Hall just won a county board supervisor seat. He puts the black in Black Hawk County. He represents Waterloo, and he calls uh, Waterloo the black capital of Iowa, so there are some black folk in Iowa, uh, and he likely has some insights on the upcoming Iowa caucuses. As you well know, Iowa uh, will set it off uh, in January, uh, holding the first caucuses uh, for both parties in the presidential election for 2024. Um, This is a moment for me in my entire career, 30-plus years. I've never uh, interviewed or conversed with anybody who has a first name, Spelled T-A-V-I-S. He pronounces his, as I said, Tavis. uh, And I am Tavis. This should be fun. Tavis Hall, how are you today, sir? I'm doing all right. Excited to uh, finally settle this debate (laughs) on uh, Tavis for Tavis. (laughs) So so the debate, what what you going to go with? You going to go with Tavis or Tavis? Oh, man. Hey, I've heard heard Tavis for 38 years. So it's really really good to to, to chat with you. No, the honor's all mine. I I, I thought we'd have some fun with this. Um, So uh, tell me me what you know about your name and how you got it and and why it's pronounced Tavis. Sure, sure. So... uh, uh, you know, my mom, uh, we didn't have a whole lot of money, uh, come from money. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was, she was, uh, of very humble means. And so she was, uh, she was looking through a name book mm-hmm. at a store. And, um, uh, when she finally found the name, she, she came across the name Tavis and it meant son of David. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father's name is David. And so, um, you know, she put the book back on herself, but, but Tavis was it. Um, she she stuck with it, so I'm intrigued as to how you got to Tavis, though. That's a good that's a good question. Uh, so my my, my aunt, uh, who uh, sadly was was murdered, um, we believe uh, met a man in Texas who may have had the name Tavis, uh, and she was fond of that name and and suggested to my mother you should you should consider naming this boy Tavis, uh, and uh, it, it was it was unique and interesting. Um, but we think uh, it was my aunt who who passed that on to my mom, uh, and so and so here I am. Um, I don't have a grandiose story like Son of David, <laughs> like 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 you do. But uh, but that that's that's my story. At least that's what I heard, uh, and I'm and I and I'm sticking I'm sticking to it. Uh, but I'm delighted again to be to be in dialogue with you. Uh, uh, I suspect now as you continue to uh, to climb in in Iowa politics, I'll get confused with you somewhere down the road, and they'll start hey, calling they'll hey, start I'll calling me Tavis. Golden life right there. That's the golden life right there for you to catch a Tavis. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I'll, I'll start calling me Tavis one day. Because I've been called many things. I've been called many things. Um, and oh, yes. I, I just tell folks, you can call me anything. Just don't call me late for dinner. Whatever you do, don't call me late for go. dinner. Um, I digress. Uh, let, let me let me ask you, tell me, uh, tell me first of all about Black Hawk County. Um, you know, I think a lot of folks don't think there are any black folk in Iowa. Uh, and here you are oh. now, uh, having won this major board seat. Uh, in Black Hawk County, as I said moments ago, and we'll talk about it, we know the eyes of the nation will be on Iowa uh, for this first caucus come January. But tell me about Black Hawk County and how you won this supervisorial seat. Sure. Yeah, so we are, uh, we're about the sixth largest county in the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Iowa is, a, is an incredibly white state, the fifth whitest state in the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, Black Hawk County does have uh, 9% uh, black folks, um, and Waterloo in particular is about 16%. And so... Uh, we do have a sizable black population, largely came from Mississippi um, uh, as a part of a, a labor strike, actually, uh, with with the railroad. And so, uh, you know, black folks have been here. Black folks have called uh, Waterloo home uh, for about 
70, uh, 70 to 80 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we are 131,000, a population of 131,000 uh, here throughout the county. Uh, we've got the University of Northern Iowa, um, the one of the founding uh, homes of John Deere Tractor, mm-hmm. uh, which really sort of puts us on the map, not just uh, across the state, but globally. Um, and so, you know, Blackhawk County has a lot going for it. It's had its struggles as well. Um, as, as really any community across the, the, the state and the nation. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, uh, we've got some really good folks uh, who call it home. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have won the seat in November, uh, taking this office in January uh, as a, a, you know, unapologetic uh, small business progressive. Mm. Um, you know, talking about, talking about the value of, of investing in our people uh, really as uh, one, and first and foremost, a way uh, to, to simply do the right thing. But it also makes it, you know, those investing public dollars into people make sense. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think too often uh, we, we, we lose sight of the fact, you know, that, that people are not the enemy of profit. We are, in fact, the generators of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so, so there's an opportunity, I think, here locally to articulate that message uh, and to make sure that local government reflects uh, the values uh, I ran because I didn't I didn't see my values reflected um, uh, in local government and uh, I'm 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 pleased to be able to help shape public policy here at a local level. You know, that's a beautiful thing, brother. Uh, black folk are are put upon everywhere in this country. No no question about that. We have our challenges no matter where we live, and yet I'm I'm trying to to imagine what it must be like to be black. In the fifth widest state in the nation, I don't have that story here uh, in California where I sit right now. Um, but when you are black uh, and you are in the fifth whitest state in the nation, what's it like navigating life every day? Uh, you know, there are there are, of course, struggles. Uh, there, there's struggles for black folks uh, wherever we are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's struggle for folks uh, who don't have means wherever they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's interesting that there are a lot of points of commonality. I think too too often. Uh, folks want to point to the points of division, uh, but in fact, there are many points of commonality. I think that we're all better, uh, better served focusing on. Uh, we're all we're all better served focusing on making sure that, uh, you know, when when someone is sick, they get health care. Uh, when they they get treated, they aren't focused on the bill as much as they're focused on a clean bill of health. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that when when folks, it is it is awful for local ecosystems for folks to have to worry about losing their home because they can't make a rent payment one month or they can't make a mortgage payment one month. Uh, and if we were investing more into uh, the people that call our places home, um, and at times that might mean assistance, um, what we would ultimately see uh, is all of us thriving without the burden uh, that, that too many face. Uh, and and when, when the least amongst us, does well everybody does well yeah and so we've tried we've tried to to push that message here locally i think there's been some success um you know it is certainly it is certainly interesting uh yeah. being being uh black in iowa yep. and <laughs> especially especially the political climate especially the political climate uh that we live in today uh you know it was interesting 2022 there was supposed to be a red wave. It didn't happen in most of the country, yep. but it did happen in Iowa. Mm. Uh, we lost. We lost seats that we should have never lost. Yeah. Uh, and the impacts of that is, you know, frankly, a governor uh, who does not is not taking seriously uh, the issues facing 
black Iowa, brown Iowa, gay Iowa, uh, any any sort of otherism yeah. uh, that the party that the Republican Party can place upon folks as a tool of division, uh, they've utilized. I want. I want to talk politics when we come forward here, um, and uh, you, this is getting good as we say around here. There are a few things you've just teed up uh, that I want to interrogate and give you a, a chance to expound upon. Um, this is this is cool. Uh, you're listening to the Tavis and Tavis show right now. Seeking the truth, speaking the truth. This is the Tavis Smiley Show. He's rooting for everybody black. Everybody black. black. More of Tavis Smiley coming your way right now. Right now. Right now. So Tavis Hall, uh, supervisor at Tavis Hall uh, out of Iowa. I was thinking during that break about the politics that you were describing that are um, in play right now in the state of Iowa, side of the first caucus come January for both parties. I was listening to you run that list of things that are, you know, that not 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 so fun to hear uh, about the yep. state of politics in Iowa right now. And my mind went back literally 15 years ago, and you know where I'm going here, 15 years ago to 2008 when a black man named Barack Hussein Obama won the Iowa caucus and just turned the whole body politics on its ear when he put off that victory in the Iowa caucus 15 years ago back in 2008. So what's happened between then and now that's got the politics in Iowa so red? Yeah, I mean, look, I I grew up in Iowa in the 1990s. Tom Harkin was a U.S. senator. Sure. Tom Vilsack was our governor. Uh, you know, fast forward between the Mississippi River and the Missouri River and all 99 counties in between, you know, folks – Folks realized that hope was not just a dream back in 2008, uh, and so you know we fast forward to now, and and it is uh, it is at an all time low. We do not have the type of infrastructure, uh, democratic infrastructure, to push back on the type of messaging, the divisive messaging uh, that comes out of the Republican Party, specifically the divisive legislation mm-hmm. uh, that comes out of uh, the Republican legislature. We 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 do not have a system in place. Uh, to, to, to push back. And um, when we fail to invest in local candidates, when we fail to invest um, in, um, in, in that system to help propel folks, we don't have folks out knocking doors. We don't have the type of volunteer efforts that we've had in the past. You know, I, can, I can recall back to early days, I, I actually sort of cut my teeth in politics during the 2007-2008 uh, caucuses. I was an early hire with uh, then Senator Obama's staff, mm-hmm. um, and we were having conversations in coffee shops. We were having, uh, you know, weekly canvas events, uh, phone bank events. We don't have that type of uh, volunteer engagement anymore, and I really think that the entire state is uh, is losing out because we don't have Democrats as a united front. Uh, really articulating a progressive message. Whatever one thinks of Barack Obama, I've said this many, many times, whatever one thinks of him, I have never in my lifetime seen a presidential campaign that was better organized than his. His organization was off the charts. Um, so what, what's happened to organizing uh, on the Democratic front in Iowa? Why is it, why is it so so inept? Or why, is it, why, is, why is it on life support? Uh, you know, I think we've really lost the ability to to pick the best of the bunch in terms of organizers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we used to have a, a program, a paid canvas program. It gave a ton of young folks an opportunity to knock doors, engage with community, you know, in, ensure that folks were, uh, you know, voting with absentee ballot and voting from home. Uh, we've done, we've, we've peeled back. And so now we sort of the first entry point is organizing. Mm-hmm. So instead of folks sort of proving that they've got the chops to do the organizing, we're asking them to do it 
in real time. And I, I think we're really, I think we've really failed ourselves yeah. uh, in 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 positioning. Uh, the party for the future. Tavis Hall is now one of the most powerful African-American leaders in the state of Iowa. Iowa, the place to hold the first caucus come January uh, for both parties. And we'll talk about what he thinks we can expect come January, just around the corner uh, when the whole uh, nation has its eyes on Iowa. Uh, We'll continue with Tavis Hall when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. Hope, agency, dignity. This is Tavis Smiley. Can you dig it? Come on! More honesty than you can handle. More empowerment than you can imagine. You're tuned in to Tavis Smiley. Smiley. You're tuned in to uh, Tavis Smiley talking with Tavis Hall, both spelled T-A-V-I-S. I'm Tavis, he's Tavis, and what, what a delight for me to be in dialogue with him. Uh, now one of the most powerful um, African-American elected officials in the state of Iowa. Yes, there are some Negroes in Iowa uh, and some who have power, uh, like Tavis Hall. So, Tavis, um, I, I, I want to make the most of these four minutes I have left here. Um, t- take me inside caucus night in Iowa. The whole nation will be watching this come January, literally, literally just a few months uh, from now. Uh, we'll all be watching Iowa. Um, so, and, and when I see this, um, I always see, I'm not sure I've ever, ever seen a bunch of black folk on caucus night. So just give me a sense of what caucus night in Iowa is like. Uh, depends on where you're at. Right. Uh, I'll tell you a really quick story. Okay. Uh, here in Waterloo, uh, 2008, one of, one of the best memories uh, of my life uh, was after working almost 72 hours straight leading up to the Iowa caucuses, you know, getting ready, organizing volunteers, phone banks, canvases, all of that, uh, not just from local volunteers, but from folks across the country coming to Waterloo uh, just to try to try to push this message of hope and change. Having my, uh, my precinct, which had 11 delegates, uh, we had enough folks to carry all 11 delegates for Barack Obama. When I walked into uh, the, the uh, middle school where the caucuses were being held, um, I had never, it, it was very rare that you would see that many black folks in one space at mm. one time. Especially here. Uh, and so black folks do have the ability to impact the way uh, elections are held, um, the outcome of elections uh, here in the state. And, and as 2008 proves, uh, really for the rest of the country, because if, if, to your point, if this wasn't the springboard for then Senator Barack Obama, we may not have had a President Barack Obama. No, um, and, and so and to, to, to my mind, ain't, ain't no maybe to it. Let me tell you why I say that, Tavis. Yeah. Um, because I, I have to argue, mind black folk, that um, y'all were not the first ones to put your imprimatur on Barack Obama. Negroes love to act like we discovered Barack Obama and made him. Uh, no, no, that ain't what happened. When, when in the Iowa caucuses 15 years ago, leading into those caucuses. Hillary Clinton across the nation was leading Obama two to one with black folk. I'll say that again. She was leading Barack Obama 15 years ago, two to one with black folk. Not because we didn't hate, we didn't hate Obama. We just didn't know him. We knew the Clintons. And so they were leading with black folk two to one until the night of the Iowa caucus when the good white folk with these African-Americans, but when the good white folk in Iowa put their imprimatur on Barack Obama, everybody in black America said, oh, shoot. This Negro just won in Iowa. And that's when everybody else started to look at Barack Obama and, and, and consider maybe this brother had a chance. But I always remind people, no, 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 no. Get your story right. It was the good white folk in Iowa 
who gave Barack Obama that win that night. They got all the rest of us to see him differently. And so I take your point. The work that you and other black folk did, along with the good white folk, to give him that victory is what allowed us to look at him a different uh, through a different prism, uh, look at him through a different lens. And it was only then, when he pulled off Iowa, that black folk, one by one, state by state, precinct by precinct started to line up but get your frame right that, that that's the true story how it happened the white folk and i did it first and when they said this brother is okay the rest of us lined up that's the true story let me ask you right quick in the two minutes i have left here at tavis um given all the that you've described earlier in this hour about the the, the rabid republican uh, politics, racist politics in, uh, at play in Iowa right now. What do you expect that we can expect come caucus night, literally just weeks down the road in January? Uh, it, wh- whoever wins on the Republican side is going to be ugly. Mm. Um, you know, we certainly were, were poised for a fight. Uh, Donald Trump is, of course, well-positioned in the state uh, as, he, as he is across the country. You've got DeSantis, who's coming down. You've got Tim Scott, who seems like he's maybe making his way up. Um, but it's, it's going to be nasty. Um, uh, I, I have very low expectations for civility and decency mm. uh, and even morality coming from that side of the aisle. That might be the quote of the day. It's going to be nasty. <laughs> that, yep. that may yep. be the quote of the day. It's going to be nasty. Well, whatever it's going to be, we'll all be watching literally some weeks down the road from now in January when Iowa holds the first caucus. Uh, but we can uh, we can count on our new friend uh, in Iowa to keep it real. His name is Tavis Hall. Uh, He is now a board supervisor. Uh, Put the black in Black Hawk County, and I couldn't be more excited about it. Uh, uh, Supervisor Hall, good to have you on the first time, hopefully not the last time. Uh, Congratulations, my friend. I appreciate you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Likewise, all the best to you. More of Tavis Smiley when we come forward.